All right, guys, welcome back to Making Marriage Great. This is John Bushnell. Glad that you can join me this morning. We put this up every morning at 5 a.m. Central Time, and I hope that this is beneficial to you. Gentlemen, I've been rambling on a lot this week on Genesis chapter 2 about God making Adam and Eve. And so a couple of things, just to try and make it practical. How are we dealing with our crown? That is our the woman in our life, our wife. Are we really cherishing her? Are we letting her know how valuable she is to us, how important she is to us? Are we really developing that relationship between her and yourself? So a couple of practical things for us to be doing, right? We need to be reading God's Word. We need to be praying for our wife. We need to be praying for our marriage. We need to be praying for our family, right? So if we have children, we're, we're praying. Of course, family, just so I'm clear on this, when a man and a woman come together, uh, husband and wife, that's a family, right? They don't need to have children. Children are definitely a welcome uh, add to the family, but they don't make it a family, right? It's a husband and wife. You leave your mother and father, you start a new family. But are we really helping our wives to love marriage? Are we lovable? Are we doing our duty as a husband, if you will, in praying and reading God's Word? And so I just want to encourage you with a couple of practical tools. You know, what I try to do every morning when I'm first waking up, I try to be thinking about how can I pray right now? How can I pray to God, the creator of the world, creator of all things seen and unseen, that all things were made by Him and for Him, is what Colossians tells us. So I try to think about some scripture and pray that scripture in the morning and sort of rise with a prayer on my lips to God, exalting God, worshiping God, and then praying for my wife, praying for our marriage, honoring our marriage bed, protecting our marriage bed. This is not out loud. I'm not doing it for a show. I think often that my wife knows that I'm praying, but I don't think there's anything that shows that I'm praying other than she knows I'm praying for her, I'm praying for us. And I, more often than not, am getting up way before she does. And so we're up and we're praying for our marriage. We're praying for our wives. And then getting into God's Word, even if you're just reading a couple of verses, reading one psalm, reading the proverb of the day, you're reading something. It's one of the first things that you're doing in the morning. Man, get another a friend of yours. Say, hey, you're going to text them when you're done reading something. And then when they receive that text, they respond back to you, hey, yeah, I'm getting ready to read or not. Man, maybe do that with guys that are getting up about the same time you are, right? Don't want to send a text to your friend when he's not up yet. So, But just some accountability is really good, and we're going to talk about accountability in another, another week. We're just trying to give you some practical things. So getting up, when we're getting up, the first thing isn't last night's football game. It's not what's up at work. It's praying. It's exalting the creator of the universe, the one that's giving you air to breathe right now and allowing your heart to beat. That's who you're you're honoring in that moment. And you're bringing up your wife and you're bringing up marriage. So I think this is a real practical thing that we men need to be doing and then getting into God's Word. And God's Word is, is man, it's food. It's fuel for our soul and to help us be mighty men of God, to be spiritual, spiritually strong, right? Then you get about your day. So that might take Five minutes, it's, it usually grows. I will warn you, it grows. Some men, uh, it's up to an hour longer. And so that's all good. Just make sure you're not neglecting the other things, right? But I think God honors it and, and, and causes other things to go even better, is my opinion. So we're first things first. God, His Word, fueling our spirit, and then getting about our day. A couple other things is to be reading, and it's good. I like to read guys that are dead but not all 
that's not always real easy. And some of the things from living guys is a lot easier to find. So websites, things like that. I'd love to hear maybe some of the websites or books that people are reading. A couple of people that I like to read that really challenge me because they're deep thinkers and they're, and they're pretty critical and can be funny in that sense. And one guy is a guy by the name of Douglas Wilson. He's not very popular. He's not very politically correct. He's pretty sharp. And he wrote, wrote a book called Reforming Marriage. I will warn you, if you read it, it will knock the wind out of you. But it is really a really, really good book. Matthew Henry, I've been going through some of his commentaries on Genesis chapter 2. I would definitely recommend anything you read from Matthew Henry. You're going to like that. Earlier, I read from J.C. Ryle. He's also a dead guy like Matthew Henry and J.C. Ryle. has got Thoughts for Young Men. He's got lots of other things that he preached on that are all written down. But Thoughts for Young Men is very good, especially if you are a young man or you're raising sons. So there's a couple of tidbits. These are all short, easy books. Well, not easy. <laughs> They're short. They're short books. They're not necessarily easy to read, but that's good, right? You don't want to go to the gym and do the easy exercises. That's not going to get you in shape. Man, if we're going to be the kind of biblical men that need to be able to run the marathon that's before us, and our wives need that, our community needs that, our church needs that, then we need to start doing the exercises that are going to get us spiritually fit for this marathon. This isn't any marathon. This is like one of those marathons, what they're called, the Ironman or whatever. That's what we're running. That's what we're tasked with. But we will always be given the grace and the wisdom to do it when we're in tune with God. God bless you guys. See you next time.